my friend. Welcome to the Andy Special, a podcast about community with entrepreneurs who create spaces for it to thrive. I'm your host, Ashley Chanka, and I'm excited to share with you the voices of those who do the everyday work of building community. With me today for the season one finale is Andy Schlon, co-owner of Andy's Deli along with his brother, Adam Schlon. Their father, Mr. Andy, founded Andy's Deli 44 years ago and is who this podcast is named after. I worked there for a couple of years in college and still went there all the time after I stopped working there because the deli had become my second home. To learn more about why this podcast is named after Mr. Andy, you can have a listen to the intro episode of the podcast called Hello, My Friend. Hey, Andy. It's nice to see you today. How you doing, my dear Ashley? I'm doing okay. Thanks for asking. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I can't complain at all. (laughs) So to start off, um, can you tell our listeners a little bit about your background? Yes, I'm Andy, and I have a brother named Adam. I'm 45 years of age, and my brother is 37, and our father passed away at 79. Just a little background of what's going on here. Um, He opened Andy's Deli in 1978, and uh, as a foreigner immigrant from Beirut, Lebanon, he came here at a young age with uh, $500 in a suitcase. His worth ethic is... uh, his worth ethic was like anything I've never seen before and a lot of other people too. As I always tell people now, you know, it's going to take two of us to replace the one of him. We're each in one of his shoes. You know, he, my brother's in the left or I'm in the right and my vice versa. But um, that's a little funny way of, I say it, you know, he would work uh, literally six, six days a week, 12 hours a day. If our mother uh, wanted to see him, <laughs> She would have to come down to the restaurant, and she did. She would come down uh, almost nightly, definitely every day, but nightly and bring some some other kind of food to the restaurant for her to eat and him to eat. And um, since he's passed, she she still continues to do that to this day. She comes down either with me and my brother. Me and my brother, we try to uh, we're we're both there during the lunch now, and then we try to give each other, you know, every other afternoon off. And I don't want to leave out the young lady, Gloria, who uh, Ashley met when she first started working at the restaurant many moons ago. People always ask, how long has this restaurant been here? And uh, it was a funny little joke. I always say, you know, a little bit over two weeks. And you laugh about it because they obviously know it's been there a lot longer than that. And uh, that's what our father used to say. But Gloria, she's a... uh, She's probably been working at the restaurant for 35 to 37 years, probably off and on. You know, we love her and she's a fixture and uh, she's great. But January 14th, 2021, my father passed away. He worked the day before and um, he passed away from arrhythmia. So like we knew he went to the hospital like four months prior, but we didn't really know what was what was the status of everything and all that. But he uh, he kind of keeps to himself and just chugs along and uh, 
you know, he worked the day before and that morning he was dressed, ready to go to work and everything. Nobody ever wiped his butt. I always say, you know, um, and in his eyes, that's a win. So, uh, so we closed obviously that morning. He had an order that he was wanting to get out and he had told my mother. So, uh, I went down there and, uh, finished that order. And as soon as that order, the guy came to pick up that order, we, uh, closed and my brother put a sign on the door that said, you know, closed due to family reasons. I believe we might've been closed for seven to eight, eight, maybe, maybe a week or so afterwards. He probably would have been upset about that because we weren't open the next day. But, um, talking about Gloria here, I remember being at the funeral and, and after the funeral or before the funeral, I couldn't remember when it was, but you know, you're all out there talking and gabbing along with everybody. And, uh, it was a different kind of funeral cause, uh, COVID was in, so it was, you know, a little bit different, but we, we had a little get together and everything. And, um, Gloria, I remember Gloria uh, telling Gloria, okay, I think the funeral was on a Wednesday or a Tuesday. It was on a Tuesday. I think I can't remember, but anyway, I remember telling Gloria, all right, I guess we'll open reopen Monday, you know? And she goes, no, the hell with that. We're opening Thursday. I was like, all right, Thursday it is. So, uh, she uh she said we got to get back going i said all right so we went back going and you know covid was full in and it was my brother had just had a baby and they didn't want to get the child anywhere close to the you know what was going on and it was fresh when nobody knew what was going on so i told him i said i'll i got it i got it so me and gloria started and uh we did good we did good it was long hard days i just had to push through had a big old picture of them up by the register, which is still there. And when the days got tough, I'd just look at them and say, you know, we got it and uh, go ahead. And uh, then uh, my first, my first employee I hired, you know, like by myself or whatever was uh, this lady named Amanda. And uh, she, uh, she came along and she, she's the, she loves to clean and we like her to, we she's we're lucky to have her right now she's out having a child uh she's supposed to have it september 3rd but uh it might come a little bit sooner but uh i think the little baby's name is nokia it's gonna be nokia as a boy but anyway she's a nice woman and um she was the first lady i ever hired and uh, went through that and uh, the, the struggles, I guess not the struggles, but the, the one thing I'm not the best of is managing people. But she makes it easy to, uh, to, to work with her and to manage her, not to manage her, but to, uh, to do it. And over the sense of time of that, I've hired a couple more different people and some people have left. And, you know, it, it, that I would say the hardest part is is finding help and figuring out who can work when and how everything's going to do it. You know, I never really saw that aspect of it. I was always on the other end of just making the sandwich and getting the food out or organizing the, you know, for the day-to-day -day prep and everything, but uh, not the, not to where you plug the cord into the 
to the machine, I guess, you know, <laughs> not uh, keeping it going. And then uh, I guess what I would have known a little bit more of is like the ordering and stuff. Um, he always says, you know, you want to keep at least a week or so supply of, or even more supply of stuff, you know, not like meat and stuff. You don't want two weeks of that sitting around, but you want paper products and all kinds of stuff like that. And um, back when the pandemic was going on and everything, you know, you don't want to, but whenever you, it was hard to find stuff like cups and styrofoam. We used styrofoam cups and plates and the cups got scarce and then the tops got scarce and just everything. It was a supply chain issue. And the, you know, the, I think the industry of the truck drivers and stuff, God bless them because if there wasn't an 18 wheeler on the road, you wouldn't be getting anything. Um, the trains and ships and airplanes can only get it so far. And then it's those big trucks with 18 wheels. Um, but you didn't want to hoard it, but you wanted to, to keep enough of it because it wasn't just worried about my life. It was worried about, you know, my brothers, my mothers, my family, my kids, uh, you know, the people that work with us, their family, they, they depend on that check too, which depends on if I have enough, if we have enough stuff in the restaurant to keep going, you know what I mean? So I guess back also to say, I know I'm all over the place, but to get back on, you know, what, what drives me when the going gets tough too, is the employees too, you know, the people that you, you, that are looking up to you, you can't, uh, can't, have I lost my shit? Yes, of course, I've lost my shit a couple of times. Um, but you can't, you, you have to stay focused. That was a thing that my father was always good at. He, he never got rattled, no matter how long the line would get, no matter who got upset with what working. You know, when you work together and especially family, you're not always going to get along, but you uh, you get through it. People say, oh, you, you're not going to Thanksgiving together. Yeah, we do a little Thanksgiving, but then we get the hell on and we go and relax because we'd always be together working and everything. But that's about it. And uh, just truck along for the community and everybody. You know, the, the community was very was very loving and supporting us. And all the cards and stuff that we received at my mother's house and everything, like, she just had them stacked up on the table and everything. And she's read every one of them. And uh, we haven't gotten around to sending thank you notes and stuff and all that. But like the day one, you know, the, there was flowers stacked in front of the door at the restaurant. And I would go up there daily and open the door and put, uh, put water in pickle buckets and put the flowers inside the glass and the pickle buckets and stuff. And people would lay more the next day. And, uh, we always say it's not uh, only our loss, it's the community's loss too. Because he touched so many other people and it's an honor to stand back there and to listen to the stories that how he touched other people's hearts. I usually don't get all teary-eyed, but um, I don't like tooting his horn or anything because he wouldn't like it tooted, but I just hope that we uh, can hold up his his tradition to being kind and supportive and uh, into the community. And I think we're in the right direction and everything. And uh, 
but the community has definitely supported us. And, you know, the university and the high schools and everything with the help I've had from the children over the summer and everything, you know, I, I, I enjoy being around them and they, uh, cause they're the wave of the future, you know, it's, it's different now and, and, uh, everything, but it's a, it's a good thing. And, uh, but yeah, what else do I need to say? That was good. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about when you first started working at the deli with your dad? Okay. So I guess, you know, back when you grow up in a family business, you, uh, you, uh, you start working at a young age. I can remember sitting on the counter and, uh, having my own little cash register on the side and, you know, people that he knew that were, he knew real good. He would, uh, he would, he would send them over and let me take their order. And, you know, I'd take their order, write it down, ring them up, take their money, put it in the register, everything. And, you know, after lunch, you know, I, he'd let me take my little cash drawer back to the office and figure out, you know, the daily whatever I had on there. And, boy, I thought I was taking that money home with me. No, I learned the hard way that that money, you know, is not your money. That money goes there, and then you have to pay the government this, and you have to pay that. He explained it with, with like a dollar, and then he broke the dollar down, and he moved the money around on the dollar. Yeah, so I, I learned, but but he always he always says, you know, you learn from the bottom up. You sweep the floor, and you, you come up. I couldn't do, I couldn't even sweep right for him, you know, at first. Like, he, but he, he makes sense, and he, he laughs about it. He's... 44 years in the business, you know, probably actually 54 around almost 60, 55 years in the business. Um, you go through some people watching them sweep, watching them mop. And uh, he had some funny little, little lingos, you know, like you stand where you sweep and you sweep where you stand. And, you know, you don't screw the broom, you make love to it. Like, in other words, don't, don't, don't smush it all the way, you know, don't throw the, the trash way down be nice and easy and gentle with it but uh yeah so uh he taught me how to sweep he taught me how to to mop and everything and every night sometimes i'd get to stay till closing and you know we'd sweep and mop at the end of the day and uh, another saying of his if you have time to lean you have time to clean you know so uh he didn't want you standing around he wanted you to keep on going he said we're at work to work so we we did it and uh he expect uh you know, a high level of standard from, from me and my brother at all, all the time, because he always would say, you know, they look up to you. If you do this, they're going to do this. He didn't treat anybody differently. Everybody was the same, you know, and working with him was, uh, he, he, he taught you everything he knew, you know, he, my brother always says he didn't say too much, but when he said it, he spoke wisdom and that was, that was right right pretty much spot on you know uh he's a hard worker and uh he does stuff the right way and he always would say if you start something you have to finish it learned a lot from him learned learned all kinds of stuff how to uh everything i can't even i don't even know where to even go but uh he's a great teacher and uh, i think he taught other people that came through their life lessons too and stuff like he he enjoyed people and uh and I do too, you know, um, I like to think I'm a people person. <laughs> Your dad's like the reason why I have this whole podcast, you know, he taught me so much.
of like of the way that you treat people and just listen to others basically just like show up for them when it was getting really hard like when i was like trying to build this website and stuff and i was having a really hard time with it at first and i really wanted to give up but i was thinking about your dad like how you have to finish what you start and i was like i have to finish this Yeah, he never he never liked to half-ass it. One example is, well, oh, we half-assed a couple things, but he always finished it. It always, at the end, it worked. I remember Like one the ice time. machine. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. But I remember one day, the uh, the the deck, he, we were building a deck on the back of my house. And we ordered all the wood and the screws and everything came well. We only have one day to build it on Sunday, the only day we had off back then. And uh, the, the drill ran out of battery power. So what did we do? We hammered those damn screws. You know, had to get it done. I told him, no, Dad, no, Dad. He, he said, yep, we're going to get on through it. We got to finish. So it it, 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 it worked, and it, and it was good, but it's just a different way of looking at things, too. Did the deck hold up? The deck's still there today. This was probably uh, 20 something years ago. I guess it did just fine then, huh? I agree. I agree. I guess one message to all the listeners out there is don't ever say you can't do something. Of course you can. You just got to find a different way of doing it. And uh, like Ashley said earlier, life is too short. You have to have fun with it. And, uh, and just go with the flow and sometimes you got to paddle up river if you want to get somewhere and and paddling up river is not always as bad as you think it is just tough through it you have an example you know how the roof used to leak and and i remember valentine's day on the 14th about a month after he passed I walked in there and the dam it was raining in like six spots and i was like I, I, i wanted to give up that day but old gloria said we got it did you fix the roof yeah got a new roof a whole like a whole entire new roof yeah new ceiling tiles now we need new carpet wow roofs are very expensive what we really need is somebody to build us a five-story building apartment building and then pay us And we can have the deli on the bottom floor. Oh, yo, I mean, I'm surprised. Has anyone offered to you that yet? Kind of, but it's, it's weird. We're going to have to figure out how to do it all. All right. Yeah, Ashley, great question. Um, Did I ever, when I was younger, did I ever know that I would be running the deli? Uh, no. You know, you, you think about it, but you... You you think about it and it comes in the back of your head, but never like 100% no. Um, but I couldn't imagine doing anything else. And um, if I, my brother always says, you know, uh, what else do we know? <laughs> you know, that's the only thing that we know what to do, how to do or what to do. But uh, if I ever did do anything else, it would be have to be something outside. Uh, I love nature. I love the lay of the lands. I love uh, the forests, the trees. 
I enjoy the, you know, the parks and the state parks and everything and uh, fishing and hunting and anything outdoors. Uh, I like to take my children fishing as much as possible, uh, teaches them patience. Well, I don't really have too much, but I'm learning them. I'm learning. Um, teaches them patience and you never know what you're going to pull out of the water, you know, when something bites your hook. And uh, it's kind of like life. You don't know what's going to come or when it's going to come, but it's always a surprise, you know, everything's different. You can be prepared as you want to be prepared is, but you never know when you might get that big fish or small fish. Always tell everybody, you can always catch a big fish on a big hook, but you can never catch a small fish on a big hook. Think small and always go big. You know, it's got, don't, don't just think the big picture. Because the small Can you thing, catch a big fish on a small hook? you can, unless it straightens the hook out. But yeah, it's happened before. But but at least you can you can get a you can feel it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So we have been talking about community kind of throughout, but what does the word mean to you? Community. What does the word mean to me? Um. I guess uh, the place you live in and the place your business is in and the community around your business is helps you be successful. You couldn't, you couldn't run a business without your customers. So the community is very, uh, very supportive of us. And uh, my father's been in the community for a very long time and he loves the community and we love the community and community is, I guess, just like uh, warm people around you that support you, that help you and nurture you and, and always have kind stuff to say. And uh, we love our community and the community is great to us. And uh, I want to do anything I can for the community. Nice. And we have, we have, we have uh, freshmen at the university coming in every year. And then they stay for four years and then we get, then they leave the community. Some of them stay, you know, but it's, it's uh, a lot of people and hearing the people coming through, you know, like we just had move in weekend a couple of weeks ago, having the people come in through and say, you know, I graduated in 85. I came through here, your father, blah, blah, blah. You know, it, it's just, it's nice to hear all these stories and everything. And, you know, I, They're like, oh, I'm dropping my daughter off as a freshman year or whatever, dropping my son off. And I tell them, you know, hey, either me and my brother are always here if the door is unlocked. And, you know, if you ever need a hot meal or you need to get away from somewhere, come on in. And I mean, we, we really mean that. He would say the same thing, you know, um, and the parents, you know, are very thankful of that, too. And you, you know that from working there and then like also coming and doing your you're going through law school. I remember you come studying and everything. And, uh, Delhi was like almost like a sanctuary for me in some ways, like, especially like then, because like, I mean, I guess maybe because I didn't have to work too. I was just there chilling, but it just felt, you know, it kind of like if, because I, I had worked there and we were friends for like a, a, a couple years at that point, you know, that, that was the place that I kind of felt like had become of a, a home for myself when I was in South Carolina for how much that like your dad showed up and you and your brother and Adam stuff, you know, Gloria.
every time that I saw Gloria, it was just like uh seeing like like one of my good friends, you know, would just be like shooting shooting the kapoopas. Yeah, yeah, like you're home away from home. Mm -hmm. Where if your roommates make you mad, you can just go get in the corner and relax. Or not the corner, be in the middle, wherever you like. You know, oh, I like to be in the back because they only had that one plug that was like almost on the ceiling. And I'd be standing up on the chair like every day, like, like I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys still have like a an armchair in the back? Oh, yeah. Recliner. I used to take naps on that recliner. I remember one time, I think it was just like during finals, you know, I was like studying a lot and then I just had a final and I went to the recliner and I basically took a nap and then like Adam came over with like a huge cheese sandwich. It had like, it had like three different types of cheese in it. Vegetarian hoagie. Yeah. Yeah, Swiss the monster and American cheese God. with lettuce in the middle, and you can put tomatoes and cucumbers and onions in the middle, and put more cheese on top. Wait, you have a cucumber? Wow, cucumbers, cucumbers too. And mixed greens now. Whoa, a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of people like it, and a lot of people. I like the crunch of cucumbers. They still want the old iceberg lettuce. Oh, wait, so you use spring greens instead of, like, yeah, iceberg no, now? We, we give them a off, uh, choice. Oh, nice. Do you do, like, a mix? You can do a mix. I think we're going to add, like, a third page on the menu. He said we never could change the menu. The boxes move anything around, but he never said anything about a third page. So look forward to a third page. Ooh. Well, I mean, everything, you know, times are changing. Everything's changing. People like to be a little bit healthier now and stuff and maybe offer a couple of wraps and, you know, some stuff that we've always done that that people don't know about that they have to add, you know, like regulars ask for, you know, like a turkey pita with like, you know, with feta and. Oh, my bit. gosh. But we've always been making those, but just nobody knows about them, you know. Mm hmm. I remember I used to get the your dad. We would do like a Mediterranean kind of breakfast, or just like a block of feta and like, a and then no cream cheese. cream cheese and cream cheese feta, feta olives, olives. peppers and tomatoes. Yeah, then, my yeah, son, the my son's been helping us over the summer, and he'll come in there, and that's what he'll eat because that's what he, I guess, he remembers. You know, being on the table in the morning with some pita bread and the toaster. Yeah, I used to like doing having that a lot too. I mean, that'll keep you full for like most of the day too. Like it sticks to you. Say. It's yeah, it sticks <laughs> sticks with you. <laughs> oh lord! I'm excited to see like what you come up with for like a new page on the menu, then see how uh, you guys adapt. We're starting to bake our own chocolate chip cookies. What? Wait, are you selling them already? Not selling them right now, just giving them away, but we're, we're figuring it all out. Oh my gosh, I love the experimentation with uh with chocolate chip cookies. Wow, well next time I come down there, I'm uh gonna have to check out I have to come everything. get you a mixed green salad. I know. I'm gonna have to get myself a my dears. You know what I, I actually uh I've been getting roast beef.
Munster and uh, Pumpernickel from the store. And I keep making myself sandwiches from that. And I like it because it reminds me of you guys. There you go. There you go. You guys gave me my love for Munster. <laughs> my mom loves some Munster. Especially when it's melted. It's just so gooey. Nothing better than a fresh slice of Munster. You know. <laughs> so when it comes to like the other people in the community, how have you seen them like show up? They just come in and they, you know, they tell you, first off, I haven't been here since your father's passed. You know, blah, blah, blah. I want to condolence. You know, he was a hell of a man. Very consistent. And then they tell you, they'll touch you with a story that he's touched them. And it's just interesting to hear. And, you know, I can listen to a lot of it. I can't listen to too long of it. And then it'll start upsetting me. But I, I, I do. I try to do good at it. And uh one thing that he always liked, you know, he always liked people signing stuff. So I've uh, I've put poster boards out and everybody signs their name on it or whatever. And we've got 16 or 17 two by four poster boards or whatever. And I have them all laminated and I have them all hung up underneath the counter. And some are on the door on the bottom of the doors, you know, front and back. Uh, it's just uh really touches our heart and stuff. I haven't read every signature yet just because I'm not there yet to do it. You know, every once in a while while I'm sweeping, I, I read one or so. Or I've, That's I've, a lot. Yeah, all, I haven't read all the cards, and I'm, I'm guilty of saying that, but I have read everything that was written on social media and everything. But everybody's got their time when they want to do it. Are but, there uh, any stories that stick out to you from people telling you? Like what your dad did for them? I mean, there's so many I could uh I could go on for hours. Uh I don't really I don't really know one though, right off you know what I mean? Like uh Okay. I know, I know, I know Mr. Mike. He would love the, the we had a ice we have an ice maker that like flakes ice and people go crazy of it and some people cuss you out because they're like, I want, you know, coke, not all this ice. And you're like, Okay, sorry, sorry. A lot of people like it. A lot of people, uh, a lot of people like it. Not that many people don't like it. He'd come every morning, you know, about opening time. He'd go check his PO box and uh, come to the deli. And my dad would have a plate of the stuff Ashley was speaking of earlier about the feta and the cream cheese and stuff. And he just, you know, back in the old days, you just eat right off the other guy's plate, you know, and they would share it. And uh, he, he didn't want the ice that was in the ice bin overnight. He wanted to move the other ice out of the way and wait for the fresh ice to drop down, and he would get the wet ice, he called it. And he uh, he drank him a sweet tea and some lemon in there, and uh, he loved it. Before he'd go, he'd fill it back up with ice and put you a little bit more tea in there. Mike, uh, Mike's been around the block. Mike uh, had lung cancer, had some other you know, problems of pacemaker, I believe, and all kinds of stuff. And me and my dad always joked that we'd be going to his funeral. But damn, if it wasn't all the way around, he's a good man. And uh, Mike still comes in today. He calls and checks on me every day. Sometimes I can't get back to him. And I know it frustrates him probably sometimes. But whenever I do have a minute, I do definitely call him. He wants to know how, how was business that day and uh, everything. He doesn't get around like he used to, but when we see him pull up, we get out there and help him in the door. Aww. I might not go to I might not go to church every Sunday, but I definitely hold doors and help older people. 
And uh, I think everybody has their pecking order. I remember uh, Mr. White coming in when I worked there, too, every single day almost. That's awesome. It's kind of like, you know, it's like he's looking out for you guys even more now, now that your dad's not there. I think it's awesome that he's, like, coming to, like, check on you guys, like, all the time. Oh, he's coming to get that plate, too. He loves us, but he loves the food, too. I mean, I don't blame him. Yes, he's definitely coming to check up on us and to keep us going. And uh, I think that's wonderful. So you're talking about fishing and the outdoors, and that's how you connect outside of the deli, right? Yeah, so like what I do to relax and stuff, I like being outside. I I enjoy cutting the grass. I enjoy doing yard work. I enjoy... uh, Oh, do you like gardening? uh, Yes and no. Yes, I do. Yeah, that's right. Own it. That's right. I like uh, I like planting trees. I like planting plants. I like uh, like planting stuff to uh, help the animals in the world, like uh, like you know, food sources and stuff. It I enjoy it. Me myself, I'm not a big big harvester. My children love to harvest it. I love to eat the 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 game and everything and the stuff. I I love to eat it, but I. I like to more to watch nature and everything, but they don't mind uh, doing it. And I don't mind them doing it. And they enjoy it. They res- respect the animals, wildlife and everything. You know, we, we fish a lot. We don't, we don't keep a lot of the fish. We put everything back pretty much. We catch and release. Um, but we do like venison and we do eat deer meat and stuff. So it, it is it's different and it's delicious. And uh you can give somebody some food and they can eat for a day or so, but you can teach somebody how to hunt and to survive off the land and you never have to worry about it ever again, you know, if it all goes to hell. Yeah, I was about to ask. I was like, do you think you're ready if the apocalypse happens? <laughs> oh my goodness. No, I could hunt my own food, yes. <laughs> wow, I love nature too. I mean, just going out for a hike, being able to see the water ripple. Oh, my favorite is, like, when it's, like, up here, like, when it's, like, about March. Like, you could see the Canadian geese, like, huge. They'll, like, kind of almost look like they're racing each other as they're catching the wind down from the creek. And so, like, it looks like you're looking at, like, goose races. And they honk and they make a bunch of noise. (laughs) Honk, 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 They're beautiful animals. Every every animal is needed in this world for one way or the other, except the mosquito. I haven't figured out what the mosquito does. Me neither. Me neither. Um, but my besides, body sure does. For besides serving as food for hummingbirds. Really? Which I've started to have a love for. Do you have some hummingbird feeders? I actually have one right here that we oh just got, goodness. but we haven't hung it up yet. Oh, that's so cute. Hopefully those will help with the mosquitoes, you know. How do you motivate yourself when it gets tough? So great question. Um I just I just try to push on through. It's not the easiest sometimes. Everybody is fighting a battle inside their own, you know, everybody has their own battles. Some people's are worse than others. And I think about, you know, other people, you know. I got two arms, two legs, and I can move. I get my ass going, you know what I mean? Other people look up to me 
to be calm and collect and 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 as as they're you know I'm responsible for the employees. Like if I don't do my job, then I we can't make money to to pay the employees. So I don't think it's only me. If I don't do if I don't go to work, then other people are are left out in the cold too and not going to be able to put food on their plate. So you just look at it that way and you don't want to let anybody down either. It's a grind. You just do it. Some days, you know, the, the wheel is a circle. Sometimes the wheel can be a square, but eventually if you keep on riding that square, it's going to turn into a circle. <laughs> but what keeps me going is, is, is the people, you know, the, the night niceness and enjoying work and, uh, just getting it done. And of course I have people I've turned to for positivity and, you know, to pick me up and uh, I keep those people very close to me and um, I'm very appreciative to them. And over the past year, I've definitely found some people that, uh, that helped me out a lot. Do I get in a negative slump every once in a while? Hell yeah. But the person just picks me right back up and says, all right, snap out of it. You know, that's enough. Let's do this. And, and uh, you got to turn it around and look at the positives and not the negatives. Because you can dwell on everything that's bad, but you don't look at all the good stuff. And that's where it resorts back. You got two arms, two legs. Get out and get after it, you know. You don't want to let the community down. They count on you being there. People and our customers and uh, our employees and just how the world goes around, you know what I mean? Is there anything else that you want the audience to walk away with today? Thank you very much for uh, taking your time out of your day or night to uh, to to listen to Ashley's podcast. I think she's a very intelligent young lady and uh, got good things going her way and can't wait to see what's up her sleeve next. And uh, if you're ever in Columbia, South Carolina, stop in and uh, mention, mention Ashley's name. I'd like to meet you and stuff. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to give you a good meal. And thanks for taking the time out to, to listening to me ramble on and on about all kinds of stuff. And I appreciate you, and I hope you have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Andy Special, along with the other episodes of the first season. It has been my pleasure to talk with the guest and learn about different ways we can connect with the community. I also appreciate everyone who has reached out to me to tell me they listened to the show. This concludes the first season of the Andy Special. You can follow the podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at The Andy Special to access video content. If you want to learn more about the podcast, you can head over to theandyspecial.com. I'm your host, Ashley Chanka. Until next time, my friend.